So full time at Ellen Road was Leeds 1, Wolves 1. I'm Mikey Burrows, Andy Thompson alongside me for exclusive post-match reaction for Wolves Radio from Match Day Live. Extra, Wolves got themselves in front in this game. It was He Chan Huang with the fourth goal in just seven appearances of his loan spell. We'll talk about him in just a second. Gave Wolves the lead. Uh, they were arguably, it was pretty even maybe for most of the first half. Maybe just shaded it by Leeds, but certainly Leeds gave it more in the second half. Put some pressure on. The crowd played a big, big part in this game. Lifted their team. They kept going to the end. And in added time... Joe Gelhart won a penalty for a tired challenge by Nelson Semedo and it was dispatched by Rodrigo to finish Leeds 1, Wolves 1. Andy Thompson, uh, just been chatting to Mickey Gray who's been working for one of our media colleagues alongside me. He, he kind of thought, he said you kind of had to give that penalty in the end. Well, you know yourself, so like when the, with the crowd are getting behind and the way that the referee had been throughout the game as well with... Uh, lack of bookings, especially on the the Leeds team. You're thinking any kind of challenge in there, he was going to give something, and and that's what you you're going to have with the the roar of the crowd, with the pressure that gets onto the the referee to give something. I just think that it made it a little bit too easy for the referee to be able to give that decision and any kind of challenge, lad going down, any kind of touch at all was always going to be a problem. Listen, it's nothing new, is it, the crowd here? Let's, let's face it. It, it's a, it is a vociferous support. It was vocal throughout, but noticeably during a period in the second half where the fans behind the goal kind of started it off, and it was like a ripple effect around the stadium. And actually there was a moment, wasn't there, where Raul Jimenez had won Wolves a free kick in the D, just outside the penalty area, and Wolves took an awful long time to take it, and João Martinho was a long way from goal. And the noise level just cranked up after it. It lifted them and it lifted the Leeds team. Well, it did and settled up with the changes coming from Bielsa as well. So I would have put on a lot more attacking-minded players. Uh, and you could just see it with the, the players. They were, like I said, they're all high energy. They all want to chase everything down. That's the way that Leeds play. But I don't think we help ourselves either. I think that we invited them to come on to us. I think that we give away possession a little bit uh, careless at times. Uh, Trey already struggled to get into the game completely first and second half uh, probably non-existent in that second half and if you're going to try and help your defence out and your goalkeeper you've got to try and keep the ball up in the top end of the pitch and we just didn't do it in the second half We, I don't think we maintained any kind of rhythm at all throughout the game I think that we struggled to maintain possession up in that top third or to create anything I know Pedenz come on and had a couple of opportunities uh, and, and shots at goal but you're going to need some help so you saw the dugout you saw the coaching staff it wasn't just Bruno it was the rest of the coaching staff out off the seats and screaming and saying settle down ease it up keep the ball but it just didn't work for us and it just allowed momentum just to go to Leeds and they were just throwing absolutely everything at it and sooner or later you could just feel that something was going to happen and unfortunately the penalty yeah and and let's face it it's not new is it we've known for some time we've talked many times about the limitations of what Wolves have squad wise right now and with Marcel being out injured for this one it meant Ray and Aitnori was getting minutes for what feels like the first time in a while and and arguably they might well consider that 
maybe they can get him involved in the under-23s like Fabio Silva has a couple yeah. of times and Kiana Hoover too maybe because clearly Ait Nouri was struggling for the majority of the second half through cramp and tiredness. They were trying to get him drinks and whatnot to keep him going and stretching him out but it was a, a problem for him and it, of course with no Marcel, with Johnny being out injured long term, no Willy Bolly amongst the substitutes today and of course the limitations amongst the numbers of midfields meant that there wasn't a huge amount to kind of go on and help. No, he's not going to help, but like, you've got some experience out there, though. You've got some experienced players out there uh, from back to front, and, and they, they know that they've got to do something better with the ball. Look, if you're not sharp and you're not quick on the ball, you're going to get closed down by leads. You, you, know, you know the kind of style they're going to play, and that's what you've got to do. You've got to have, get, have options, you've got to have bodies around you, you've got to have that... Uh, that ball being able to keep up into that top third, but you can't just do it on your own. We saw it in the second half, Raul on his own. We had not one person in the penalty area. He's got nowhere to pass to, and he did absolutely brilliant. So he kept the possession of the ball. I think he, he ended up playing the ball across the 18-yard box line to Traore, who then gets him back, and that's what won us that free kick, what was just outside of it. But you've, you've got to go out there, and you've just got to have options. You've got to have different options, and, and we knew the way that Leeds was going to play. We knew that the, and you've got to compete with them. And I just think all the pressure, uh, the way that they played, they knew they was going to get something out of the game. They knew they were going to have an opportunity in, throughout the game. And fortunate for them, they got the penalty. And unfortunately for us, uh, they scored it. But it, it's it's something that they've got to look at. They've got to make sure... Um, I'm sure that the referees said at half-time... Uh, oh, sorry, referees, sorry. Bruno said at half-time that they've got to go out there. They've got to try and do, look after the ball a lot better. And that's one of the instances what you got there. You can't afford to just give a possession to Leeds continually. So on that basis, uh, are you slightly surprised that Neves didn't come on earlier? Yeah. Maybe go to a three-man midfield. I thought that I thought it was a time, uh, a prime time to bring him on. So we saw it at Villa where we had to change the formation a little bit. I just thought that they could have brought Neves on uh, just to give us that little bit more legs in there as well, but also another body in there. You saw what they did. They threw absolutely everybody on, put a lot of striking uh, players on there to cause us problems. And and we just couldn't get it out. We just couldn't get out. And I think that if you just seal up that middle area where there was problems, just gives the full-backs more of an opportunity to go and stand up against their wide men. Because that's where it comes. Somerville down in this right-hand side started to cause a few problems. Dan James over the far side. So for me, I think that you could have just... Uh, just just basically just stopped it off, just uh, stopped the, the central position, make sure that we block everything off in there as well. Uh, Matinho was, was doing a lot of running um, and it was difficult for him. That's how mm. and, and, and I think that you either put three on or you, you met the substitution earlier and, and we just didn't do that. Um, he Chan Wang got his goal, uh, another one. He's having a very good loan spell. Um, it was. It feel, I mean, it feels like an awful long time ago this <laughs> afternoon that he put Wolves in front. It was Nelson Semedo got away down the right yeah. side, and because of the run Semedo made, when Jimenez's effort deflects into the path of He Chan Wang, there was of course a player who tracked Semedo. Yeah. So ordinarily, because we all kind of thought, well, surely that must have been. Well, offside. I thought he was offside. I thought he was offside when I've seen it there. But like I said, then the shirt's in the replay. Uh, and clearly he was well on side but again it's a goal scorer's goal isn't it so like being in the right place at the right time and that's what it's done it's just come to him and he's been able to score it um, him and trying to get the shot away but it was good play down the right hand side by Samado being able to get just past Dallas just being able to just get that ball 
for me as well, I don't think we our full-backs, because we're playing with three at the back, I don't think they really did that much in the game. Uh, and as I mentioned before, we struggled to get Traore into the game at all. Um, but that's what we've got to have. We've got to have more options. We've got to have more players pushing forward, trying to help out, um, trying to do a little bit more in that middle to top third. Um, unfortunately, it didn't happen today, but got a point out of it. Got a, got a point. It was, it's going to be difficult for teams to come here as the Leeds to get anything out of the game. I know they haven't had a great run, but you know what to expect from them. You know that they're going to make it tough for you. Yeah, as I say, as we've spoken about, it was uh, uh, a difficult place to play in terms of the crowd noise. Maybe that made an impact on some of the referees' decisions. There were quite a few yellow cards being shown to Wolves players and then similar, if not exactly the same, type of challenges by Leeds players that weren't getting the same punishment. The Wolves supporters who were down to our right-hand side made their feelings known on that point quite a few times. Um, in terms of... Um, a Wolves man of the match for you, where would you go? Oh, um, I thought Kilman did well. Um, Saar did pretty well. So I think I think Kilman, especially in the first half, some of his uh, positional sense I thought was really good. I thought that he read the game pretty well. Uh, for somebody who's such a young player coming in, uh, probably he's having the best time of his life playing-wise um, in the team. So like, you're just watching that... Um, but look, I think Kilman for me, uh, I think played well because I think it was tough for a lot of people out there. Um, Jimenez battled hard. I thought Jimenez led the line well because there was times when he was under pressure and he's done a great job by holding the ball up, uh, just taking the pressure or getting a foul, inviting a foul in. So, yeah, for any, for anything, because like the way that we had to defend for length of the game, I'd say Kilman, but I thought Jimenez played pretty well as well. Well, Connor Cody is doing a post-match media duties down in front of us. Probably a very different feeling than the one he had last week. Oh, yeah. When he was striding out, having been part of the turnaround. And that's football in many senses. Wolves got a last-minute winner last week. A last-minute goal to drop two points this week. Yeah, it is. And, <laughs> and as you said there, it, it is football. And, and that's what can happen. It can happen within a second uh, decision uh, and can cause you problems. Um, I'm sure they're going to be deflated because they'll probably feel like they've lost the game altogether, Wolves. But having scored such early on and hanging on for the game all the way through it. And I'll, I'll bet you Connie's probably, Connor's probably saying that it was a silly penalty to give if the wise referee giving it, uh, looking at that, holding on to it. But it, I'm sure he'll mention about the relentless pressure that Leeds put on them. Uh, they defended well and they had to. The back line had to defend well. But... If it's still relentless, it still keeps coming, sooner or later you can feel that something was going to happen and it did, unfortunately for us, that Leeds got that penalty. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see how Wolves go about it. They do have a couple of extra days between the, the next game. Of course, it's Everton at home on Monday the 1st of November, so... Tomo will have time to do a bit of trick-or-treating next weekend. Exactly, uh, exactly. Have you got your costume sorted? Oh, I thought you was going to say you don't need a mask. Well, <laughs> I would never say that. You're, you're a handsome man, <laughs> I don't mind saying it here on Wolves Radio. Um, yeah, so they will hope, I guess, that maybe they'll have a few other bodies available. We don't know what the situation is with Marcel or Willy Bolly, but they need a few different things because perhaps Tomo we're getting to that period of the season whereby the 
the fact that some certain players have played an awful lot of minutes yeah. will start to take its toll. But also as well, doing a lot of travelling for internationals as well. And that can take its toll as well. So look, we saw what happened with Jimenez um, last week. He, he didn't start uh, because of the travelling and the three games that he had. And there's a lot of players that have been there away with international duty as well. So travelling does take it out of you. So and again, so look, they don't have much rest in, in that form as well. But... Um, Look, so at the end of the day, so look, we've got a good squad. We've just got to try and make sure that we get the people fit. Whatever happened to Bolly uh, and Marcel, we don't know yet. But what we need to do is look, so you can see how disappointed he's got his, even his hands behind his back and body language. So Connor Cody. Yeah, Connor Cody, sorry. But you can see how disappointed he is. He's not got that spring in his step what he did have last week. But I'll tell you what, when they are, in hindsight, when they look back uh, and look back at the game, they'll say, a point at Leeds is a, is a good point. So, like, we know that Leeds are a good side. Um, and, again, it's another point to the tally. Very much so. So, it finished here at Annan Road. Leeds 1, Wolves 1. And my thanks to Andy Thompson, as ever. Always thanks good for having to see me, you, Michael. My friend. Thanks for having me. I hope you very much enjoyed the Wolves cruise that you've been on. It was very in nice. In the lead-up to it this very game. very nice. You and Steve Ball living it up at sea. <laughs> I mean, I find it was the Irish Sea, but still living it up at sea. It's still at sea, isn't it? <laughs> Enjoying yourself. Tomo will be back with us for the game against Everton next Monday night. Matt Murray will join us for that one as well. Uh, the Wolves women this week take on Burnley and Sheffield before the first team are next in action. So good luck to them. The under-23s are in action at Newcastle on Monday night. I'll be making the long journey to the Northumberland oh, FA I'll think, I'll think of you, mate, so I'll do that journey. Yeah, thanks, mate. Okay. Uh, you'll be able to watch that game live and for free on Wolves TV. Make sure you tune in on Monday night from 655 PM. So Wolves didn't quite get the result they wanted here today, but it's a point and they continue on forwards, growing and developing under Bruno Large in difficult circumstances here at Ellen Road. And if He Chan Huang can continue his rich vein of form since arriving on loan, four goals now in seven appearances, he is quickly becoming a Wolves fan's favourite. The South Korean Superman's goal wasn't quite enough to take all three points. Hopefully there is still more to come from this team. Thank you very much for your company as ever. We will see you soon on Matchday Live Extra. <laughs>